This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. It's finally here, the episode all about nutrition for enhancing intuition. I have been really excited to record this and I have so, so much to say. We'll see how much we can get through in this episode. And I really think that optimizing your nutrition and your physical body, your health, creating a clear vessel for information to come through is so, so key and and really important for opening up your third eye, balancing the chakras as well. So I really think that optimizing your nutrition is a clear gateway to opening up your intuition. And if somebody is is trying to open up intuitively, this is a place I recommend everyone start. This is also why a lot of people who are already interested in health and wellness and really care about eating an optimal diet for their bodies, their brains, they often naturally become more spiritual and intuitive because they are detoxing their body naturally of many of the things that block us from tapping into our intuition. So I think if you are serious about opening up intuitively and you really you really want to access more information, optimizing your nutrition is a must. Most people here are already into that. I think that, well, actually, I know that my work as a nutritional therapy practitioner was very important for me to get to where I am today. And I have come to understand that it was super important for me to understand on a deeper level, how the body works, how it detox in the body works, how this connects to the pineal gland, how the vibration of food affects us. I mean, going through so many different diets, I didn't understand why at the time, but I now I now understand why I was supposed to try all of these different diets and and experience them. And it's all coming full circle now, which is really cool. I really want you to remember that your physical health very much supports your intuitive awareness. Obviously, it goes without saying that I think you should care about your your health and you should eat a healthy diet, take care of your body, exercise, get enough sleep. I think we've gone through that enough times in hundreds of episodes on this show of why that's important on a baseline level to be healthy. But also looking at it from the lens of how do you open up your intuition and enhance that, how to develop and strengthen your gifts and become more in tune. Definitely, you want to make sure that you are optimizing your nutrition, your lifestyle to support that. And if you are in the up-level membership, go through the Wellness Foundations course. That to me is just obviously foundational, covering all things nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress management, relationships, mindset. It is a full course within the membership. So if you pay for the membership, you have access to the full course. Go through the whole thing. It dives in deep and a ton of information packed in in a really digestible way. Haha, <laughs> digestible. So I would 
highly recommend that. That alone will help you start to open up. So make sure you have made all of the adjustments that I recommend in there really as a baseline. And don't forget the membership is open right now. So if you want to join up level, we would love to have you in the community. That is where obviously the whole wellness foundations course is, but that's where I post all of my channeled messages. I have Ascension School in there, which is basically you're getting taught by the Ascended Masters themselves. I trans channel and they they teach you. I have tons of exclusive video content and blog posts all designed to help you open up your intuition, master manifestation, and have an incredible community alongside you while you explore all the woo-woo. We have such an amazing community. There's a community forum. We have monthly Q&A calls where you can ask me any questions. Those calls are super juicy. We get into some very, very fringe topics and monthly manifestation activation calls to activate what you want to manifest. So if you want to check it out and sign up, you can head to christinathechannel.com slash membership and all of the information is right there. Also, don't forget that if you want to sign up for a healing circle, there are spaces open for the December circles. These are small group settings and there is a 70 high healing circle each month. So you'll receive 70 healing. If you have been interested in receiving a high healing from me, that's the place to do it. And then the group will also receive a channeled message. And then in the intuitive guidance circles, that is where you can ask your personal questions and I will offer intuitive guidance, see what your guides have to say. And there will also be channeled messages for the group as well. So you can sign up at christinathechannel.com slash services. See what calls to you. They are so magical. I love healing circles. And if you have not yet experienced, I would love to see you there. So if you have been interested in working with me, that is the way to do it. Healing circles and or up-level membership. We all know I am obsessed with sleep hacks. It is so, so important to optimize your sleep for productivity, overall health, stress management, hormone balancing, all of the things. And if you have not yet tried Ned's new sleep blend, you need to get on it. This completely changed my life. I did not think I was going to notice a huge difference between their new sleep blend and their regular full spectrum hemp oil, which we all know I've been using for a really long time now. I'm obsessed with it, but this sleep blend has completely changed sleeping for me. Of every supplement I've ever tried, every natural supplement to support sleep, this is definitely the most powerful in the best way. I've never slept so restfully and it really helps me wind down at night. It's a totally natural path to deeper sleep. I've noticed a huge difference while tracking my deep sleep and my REM sleep. I wake up feeling so much more rested. Nothing can wake me up in the middle of the night. I'm usually a pretty light sleeper. I can't recommend this enough. This tincture is a blend of 750 milligrams of full spectrum CBD combined with CBN, which is a powerful cannabinoid that promotes sleep specifically. Remember, if you want to feel your best during the day, you want to be the most productive, most energized. It all starts with your sleep. And I've been talking a lot about natural supplementation and diet, all things nutrition related to opening up your intuition. Full spectrum hemp oil is a huge, huge part of that. So not only is it helping to reduce anxiety and stress and just help you relax overall, reduce physical pain and inflammation, but it's overall supporting our endocannabinoid systems, which helps to balance out 
all the systems in the body. And this is huge for helping us tap into our inner knowing, our intuition. I use all of their products. So I am using their full spectrum hemp oil. Now in the morning, I use a lower dosage. So I'll usually do the 750 milligram in the morning. And then I use the sleep blend at night now. And I use their natural cycle collection all the time. If you are a woman looking to balance your hormones, definitely check out their natural cycle collection because this has made my period so much better, so unbalanced, synced me up with the new moon. I love it. All of their products are organic. They only extract from hemp flowers, not from the stalks and the seeds of the hemp plant like other companies. And they use a gentle, slow ethanol-based extraction method, no high heat or high pressure. And of course, no isolates. Plus all of their products are infused with positive vibes, love and gratitude and attuned to binaural beats. So if you want to try out any of Ned's products, just head to helloned.com and you know, I have a discount code for you. You can use the code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's helloned.com and use that code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. I am trying to pump out as much content as possible to give you all the tools you need to open up intuitively and go through this crazy ascension process in the most effortless way possible. And I just also want you to feel like there's a safe space to ask all of your questions and a community for you to talk about the things that other people in your life just don't understand yet. I'm so excited for a lot of the content coming, including what we're about to talk about today. So when we talk about eating for intuition, nutrition for intuition, there are a few different angles that we can look at this from. So I'm going to give an overview of three main angles. And I'll say what I'm about to teach you is a combination of of things I've just learned over the last few years opening up and information I have channeled in combination with different things I've tried out for myself. I've been tuning into this a lot with my guides and I I wanted to wait to make this episode until I felt like I had a pretty complete view of what I wanted to share. And I'll also say I definitely won't be able to get into everything in this episode. There's so much to say about this topic. So I'm sure I'll talk more about it, but this will be a really good foundation to work off of. So the three main lenses I want to look at this through are looking at the the vibration of the foods we're eating and our nutrition, and then eating to balance the chakras, and then supporting the pineal gland. So those are the three main lenses I'm going to look at this through, and some things will overlap as we go. So just so you understand the overview. So the first thing I want to dive into is the vibration of the foods we eat. And this is something that I have come to understand more and more, especially in the last year when I, when I have tuned into the best quote, the best diets for certain people, what's the optimal healing diet. And I was getting some really helpful information. And what it comes down to when our talking about this through the lens of vibration is the energy of the food itself, how it was created, and then also our energy in relation to why we are eating what we're eating and how we are eating it. So the main thing is eating high vibration foods, which at a baseline level means unprocessed foods, non-GMO, organic, vegetables, fruits, 
unprocessed foods overall and foods that have a high water content and any food charged with sunlight. There are powerful light codes from the sun and foods that have been charged with sunlight that the sun has helped grow. Chlorophyll rich foods, these are high vibration foods that will support intuitive awareness. We'll talk about water more in a bit, but staying hydrated is really key. A lot of high quality, properly filtered water. And as has been discussed multiple times on the show, charging your water with intention. You can write on your water bottle or glass affirmations, high vibrational emotions, whatever you want. My water, it's right next to me. It says abundance, unconditional love, health. So make sure you're staying hydrated at least half your body weight in pounds, in ounces per day, at least. And your water needs to be properly filtered, not tap water. We'll discuss more about that later. And then unprocessed foods from the earth, whole foods as close to how they're grown as possible. So again, organic, fresh, natural vegetables, fruits, nuts and seeds, think whole foods. No ingredients except what it is. When it comes to animal products, when eating animal products, it is so crucial that they are organic, it's pasture-raised, 100% grass-fed. You know the drill. Basically just not anything factory farmed, conventionally raised, making sure that the animals were treated humanely and are grass fed. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot to say about this, but if you're eating animal products, I cannot emphasize enough how important I think it is to give so much gratitude and love and acknowledge that sacrifice. We change the energy of the food when we change the energy of consuming it, right? And so if we're just eating animal products, like we don't even care, right? We're just taking it for granted. That's a very different energy than acknowledging the sacrifice of that animal and giving so much gratitude. I think it's a really important practice. And that's something that my guides have told me again and again, is it is so important if you're eating animal products to really acknowledge the sacrifice and treat it as such. Give it respect. But the quality of the animals is so incredibly important, just as much as the quality of the fruits and vegetables that you are eating. Now, with animal products, here's what I'll say. A lot of people find that the more spiritual they become, the more they go down that path, the less they want animal products. Not everyone, but a lot of people find this. I know this is true for me. I don't really eat animal products anymore, maybe a handful of times in the last few months. And it's not a, I can't have them sort of thing. For me, it's more of just the more psychic I became, the more I really didn't want them. So I eat mainly plant-based. And when I have had animal products, I do notice Personally, I do notice a difference in my intuition and how I feel. And something that I've considered is, you know, whenever we're eating something, plant, animal, we are in some level, you know, we are ingesting some of that consciousness. So if the animal was in awful living conditions or afraid when it died, I mean, you're going to be eating that 
that adrenaline, that pain, that that emotion, essentially. But even when it is 100% grass fed, which I think, honestly, the more I learn about this, the more I'm just skeptical of a lot of the the companies that say it is like, I just have a really hard time trusting people when they say they treat their animals a certain way. But even when they are treated really well, I, I feel like I can just, I almost can tell that I'm taking on part of this consciousness. However, I know other people do not experience that. The other thing is that in terms of the energy of food, thinking about the density, and this also goes back to one of the other perspectives, which is eating for the chakras, where animal products are a lot denser, a lot like heavier. And so the more you open up intuitively, we're thinking upper chakras, right? Like third eye and crown chakra, you tend to gravitate more toward lighter foods. So sometimes it can feel like too many animal products almost can pull you down so much in the sense of it's a lot denser. So you're not as as up in the upper chakras. We'll we'll talk more about this when I get to the the chakra lens. But there is a density to the food. What I'll say is eating for intuition, just like <laughs> nutrition in general, it's bio-individual. And when I have tuned in, because I do this a lot for different clients and friends, and I'm I'm basically like, what should this person eat? Should they avoid anything? And it's very different for different people. So throughout everything I'm saying in this episode, I'm I'm giving generalities are always exceptions. And sometimes my clients guides will tell me the most random foods that they want them to eat more of. And so for that person, I guess that's going to help them. And I have had many clients where the guides are saying, no, this person needs more animal products, but they always are making a point of making sure that it's high quality and that that person is very grateful and, and honoring that sacrifice. But I know for me and many of my clients they find that the more they go down an intuitive path, the less they desire animal products. But let's go back to the fruits and vegetables, because if you're eating fruits and vegetables that are just, you know, covered in pesticides, that's very much going to lower your vibration. So it's going back to the energy behind the food and, you know, how was it grown environmentally and vibrationally? Eating locally will will be the best for opening up your intuition and your health and your wallet and again the environment. But think about the energy of a piece of produce that has been in trucks or planes or just traveled all over the place, and then it's in this grocery store with everybody's low vibration of motion and stress, and you know people bring all kinds of shit to their grocery store. People are always like on their phones talking, you know what I mean? So not really the best energy, you know what I mean? And it's not like everything at the grocery store is bad. I mean, I shop at the grocery store all the time, but I just want you to think about the energy of the food that you're eating, really. And so what's going to be optimal would be shopping at your local farmer's market, trying to go as straight to the source as possible. If you can do a garden in your backyard, I know that's not accessible for everybody, But I really just want to illuminate the point of what supports opening up intuitively the most is eating foods that are as unprocessed whole foods as possible and also thinking about the energy behind them, how how they're grown, how people took care of them, the people around the food, these water rich foods we know are affected by 
the words and energies around them. As we've talked about water's memory and how powerful it can be to to charge our water. And so that's another thing. Whenever you're eating, like whatever you are eating, bless your food, show gratitude, charge it with an intention. The way in which you eat your food and what you're saying around it, treating it, that shifts its vibration as well, right? So if I'm going into a meal and I'm really angry and I'm just inhaling my food, I'm not grateful at all, it's going to be a totally different energy that my body is ingesting than if I'm sitting here, I am having just like this beautiful meal. I'm showing so much gratitude. I'm taking my time. I bless my food. I set an intention. I appreciate it. I use my senses. It's just a totally different energy and we're ingesting that energy. So that's something small that anybody can do no matter what you're eating. You can shift the vibration of the food by the way you interact with it. So keep that in mind and also that pesticides, herbicides, processing all affect the vibration of food. So always think high vibrational food, energy behind it, how it is handled and processed. So anything processed and the more intuitive you get, you might find that your body is even more sensitive. My body is very sensitive and I notice I feel very different and I'm not as tapped in with different levels of processing. So for example, thinking about if there's something I could get that's in its whole food form, but it's in a can or a bottle versus getting the whole food form not in a can or a bottle, I'm going to feel better if it's not in the can or the bottle. For me also, I notice I'm affected by the way things are cooked. So this is less common for people, but I definitely lean more toward raw, like a raw diet. I'm not 100% raw. I will also say my digestion type in human design is cold thirst, which I would follow I would follow whatever your human design digestive type is because it'll it'll help you feel way better. But eating more raw foods are higher vibrational foods. When Whenever we're cooking something, we are, quote, processing it a bit more. And I actually feel a little sick when I eat cooked foods, but I know I do better with steamed foods than I do roasted. I think we all know I love my crispy veggies. I I love a good burn, right? Just a little blackening, but it doesn't make me feel good. And I definitely know my intuition is affected by it, which sounds really intense. And I don't think most people are are that sensitive, but I, I try not to cook foods when I don't need to. And I know there was a period of time when I was eating a ton of cooked vegetables and I always loved to roast my veggies and get a, get a little burn. It was making my body more toxic, which was affecting my intuition. So just thinking about all the ways our our food is processed and the way we process food as well, what's going to support opening up intuitively the most is eating the highest vibrational, least processed foods. So the more natural it can be, the closer it is to when it comes straight from the earth, the better for your intuition. So you might notice if you eat more raw foods, like if you add in an extra salad a day, you feel kind of lighter, it's higher vibrational, it's less processed, which in turn is supporting you raising your vibration. So the main theme is whole foods from the earth, unprocessed foods, and really the least amount of cooking possible is going to be optimal, but whole foods in themselves going to be going to be good. Avoiding the foods that we know are toxic, which I don't think I need to 
going deep here because y'all know this already, which is avoiding alcohol, definitely avoiding alcohol, avoiding inflammatory oils like vegetable oil, avoiding sugar, refined sugar. And I'll say many sources of caffeine, but I I personally don't think caffeine is a no. I think it depends where the caffeine is coming from. And I do want to go back to the oils for a second because definitely not any inflammatory vegetable oils, but I have cut down on my oil use in general, like any oil, olive oil, any, any processed, it's all, it's still processed, right? I do still use it sometimes, in which case I use the highest quality. I use Cassandrinos. I love Cassandrinos. Most olive oil is cut with canola oil, so make sure you're getting it from a trusted source. But I use way less oil. Like I don't use it that often anymore. I try and stick to to whole foods as much as possible. So that's the overview of the first lens I want to look at this through. Really like high vibrational foods, which is the energy of the food itself as well as energy behind how we eat it and how we interact with our food because that changes its vibration as well. I have an epic Black Friday sale for you. Get on this ASAP. It is time to stock up on non-toxic skincare that will help you get rid of your acne, acne scarring, and give you all the anti-aging benefits. So whether you are interested in anti-acne or anti-aging benefits, ClearStem is what you need. And from November 23rd to December 4th, 2020, my code Christina will get you $35 off an order of $100. I know how difficult it can be to find non-toxic skincare that actually works, especially when you have acne prone skin. If you have a history of scarring, age spots, dark spots, clear stem will change your life. Most non-toxic skincare has pore clogging ingredients, which can actually make people's acne worse. Or if it's not acne, give them more blackheads, whiteheads. This is where clear stem changes the game. It's all non-toxic, but it also has no pore clogging ingredients. They do a ton of education on pore clogging ingredients and it works so well. Like better than anything you've ever tried before. I would highly recommend taking advantage of this sale. Their skincare lasts a long time and it works for every skin type. So if you take advantage of this sale and get their line, you'll be good to go. Check out their gentle clean cleanser and their vitamin scrub, some amazing nourishing gentle cleansers and a scrub. So that's what you can use as your cleanser. It also helps to get makeup off as well. I love their cleansers. And then using their Clarity Serum, this is a powerful Mandelic acid serum that also has turmeric and vitamin C. It's amazing for promoting cell turnover, getting rid of acne scars, and getting rid of any breakouts. This will change your life. No joke. Their Cell Renew Serum, which is their anti aging and anti acne serum that helps to fade scars and brown spots. It also contains collagen stem cells to give you that glow and really, really promote cell turnover. And it's so hydrating. This is amazing for every skin tone. And I've been raving about their new Hydroglow Moisturizer. It instantly gives you a glow without making you look oily. And it contains Bakuchiol, which is like a non-toxic alternative to retinol. When you use these products together, your skin will glow. You will feel amazing. It'll give you that confidence to go into the holiday season. And there's never been a better time to stock up on Clear Stem products. So if you want to check out their products and stock up, take advantage of the sale. You can head to clearstemskincare.com. And use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, and that will get you $35 off any order of $100 or more. 
That's a pretty good discount. And this is running from November 23rd to December 4th. After that date, the code will go back to being $15 off your order. But from November 23rd to December 4th, it's $35 off an order of $100 or more. So take advantage of it and stock up. I'm so excited to see how you feel. Your skin is going to glow. So now let's look at this from the lens of eating to balance our chakras. There's a lot to say about this, but when we are looking to eat to support the chakras, a really simple way to look at this is whatever color is associated with that chakra. And I'm referring to the seven main chakras. We have more than seven chakras, but the seven main ones, each one has a color that is associated with it. Some of them more than one color, but there's a main color. And to support that chakra, you can eat foods that are that color. So it's pretty simple to figure out. So the third eye, which is associated with our intuition, spiritual awareness, the pineal gland, which we will get to in a sec, is associated with the color indigo. So eating foods that are that color will be supportive of the chakra. And when I say eating indigo foods, it's the the purple indigo bluish realm. All right. We don't need to be perfectionists about this. So foods like blackberries, blueberries, eggplant, purple cabbage, grapes, dates, purple cauliflower, anything that color will support the, that chakra because color is frequency. So that energy will support that energy center. However, I also want to talk about the other chakras because to balance our third eye, we really want to be working from the root up, I'll say. So part of fully balancing and opening that third eye is balancing the lower chakras. So really working from your root, your sacral, your solar plexus, your heart, your throat, then then the third eye. So, you know, you can do all the things that you want to focus on your third eye, but if you're not focusing on those other chakras, your intuition is is not going to open up as as much as it should. So you really want to be starting from the root up. And this is why for some people who need more grounding, if their root is really off and they need more grounding, adding in heavier, denser, more more oily foods can actually be very supportive of their intuition opening up because sometimes our intuition is blocked because we are not grounded. So I have a friend who is very intuitive, very psychic, and she is also very, like we say, like up in the cloud. She's just a very airy kind of person. She is somebody who needs a lot more grounding foods. She needs some high quality animal products in her in her diet, heavier foods to stay connected. And when she doesn't have those, she's so ungrounded that her intuition is sort of blocked. And she noticed this a lot for herself, but we tuned into this specifically like I was tuning into this with her and asking her guides and they were explaining, no, no, she needs, she needs grounding foods because she needs a little extra grounding. So think about that too, right? Because the chakras, we want them balanced individually, but also in relation to each other and they affect each other. So we can talk about what supports the third eye, but if your solar plexus, your sacral and your root are all out of balance, the way to really open up your third eye is going to be starting with a lower chakra and supporting those so that the third eye can can then open up more. And I actually see this with a lot of people just talking generally outside of nutrition, but a lot of 
people will come to me and they want to open up intuitively and they're doing so much work on their upper chakras and their lower chakras are so out of balance. And they're like, well, I don't really want to work on those. I just want to focus on my intuition. And I'm like, no, but you don't get it. You need to work on the lower chakras to fully open that up because the way the guides show this to me is like the person has maxed out how much they can really open up their third eye with what they're working with. And the only way to continue opening it is by working on those lower chakras. So they'll often show me, they'll say this, this chakra, the third eye is as open as it can be considering what's happening with everything else in the body. And it's only at 50% and it cannot get past 50% until that person goes and works on their root. So that is something to keep in mind as well. But that's an overview of eating for intuition in terms of chakra balance. However, I do, I'm going to give you a list of some main foods that help to open up your intuition and support the third eye, like straight up a list of foods. And this is from what I have channeled directly. Like I said, I've literally sat down and been like, hey, tell me what's up. And I have experimented with this. So I'm going to give you that list of foods. But I, before I get there, I actually want to go to the next overall lens, which is looking at this from the, from the lens of decalcifying the pineal gland. So like I mentioned before, our third eye chakra is connected with our intuition and also associated with the pineal gland. The pineal gland has been called the seat of the soul for a long time. Different people have written books about this. It is seen as a connection between our consciousness and divine consciousness, the seat of our intuition. But we also know that the pineal gland is important for hormonal regulation. And if you didn't know this, I think this is just a fun fact I I found out a while ago because I kept seeing pine cones everywhere. And the pineal gland, the, the name comes from its shape, which is similar to a pine cone. And pine cones have been a symbol of intuition for a long time, connecting back to the pineal gland, which I think is really cool. So if you're seeing that, that symbol come up, it's probably connected to your intuition. But the pineal gland is very small, like a grain of rice or a pea, and it's located in the center of the brain behind and above the pituitary gland. The pineal gland produces melatonin, so it helps to modulate sleep patterns, and it's really key for balancing our circadian rhythm, which we've talked about so many times on this show. See, it all comes together. The pineal gland also plays an important role in regulating female hormone levels. It's also involved in spatial navigation. And it makes sense that this would be seen as the seat of clairvoyance and where our body receives energy from the universe because it's also basically the body's light meter because it's receiving light information from the eyes and then sending out hormonal messages to the body regulating our circadian rhythm. But on a physiological level, a big reason why a lot of people might feel blocked from their intuition is because of the calcification of the pineal gland that comes from so much of what we're exposed to in our environment nowadays. The pineal gland is not isolated from the body by the blood-brain barrier system, unlike most of the rest of the brain. And we see it often calcified in x-rays. It basically means a hard shell forms around the gland. And now this has 
negative physiological effects that can impair our sleep, our cognitive abilities, our reaction time, our judgment. It limits our perception. It's closing our minds and it can block us from our intuition. It can block our access to the astral realm. And how does it get calcified? Fluoride, phosphorus, calcium deposits that build up. It's also suppressed by electromagnetic fields. We have our cell phones everywhere. We're on wireless devices all the time, Wi-Fi. But I want to point out a few key things. So first of all, fluoride, main contributor to the calcification of the pineal gland. So I would highly recommend avoiding fluoride in your toothpaste. But the main place to watch out for this and and other toxin substances that calcify the pineal gland is in the water. This is one of the most important things is to make sure that you are getting properly filtered water. I recommend referring back to my podcast with Darren Olean about water, but the highest quality will be a reverse osmosis system. An AquaTrue can be good. A Berkey is going to be better than most things, but a Brita or the random thing in your refrigerator probably isn't going to cut it. So avoiding tap water is going to be key. Try to avoid fluoride and you also want to avoid chlorine. Chlorine can calcify the pineal gland as can excessive calcium. So watch out for excessive calcium supplementation if you take calcium supplements or if you're getting too much of that in your diet. You also want to watch out for mercury toxicity, heavy metals toxicity in general. So we know this is super prevalent. We can get a lot of metals from seafood, tap water, cookware, supplements. A lot of people have heavy metals toxicity. Watching out for mercury specifically. Pesticides and herbicides can contribute to calcification of the pineal gland as can refined sugar, artificial sweeteners, conventional deodorants. So we're going back to avoiding processed foods, avoiding foods that are sprayed with pesticides, living a non-toxic lifestyle, definitely switching out your cookware to use something like stainless steel or cast iron and avoiding non-stick cookware and paying attention to the products you're using. So uh, switching over to non-toxic personal care products. I mean, sunscreen is a huge one, but anything you're putting on your body, your skincare, your makeup, all of that is super important. So a main part of decalcifying the pineal gland is reducing our exposure to things that calcify it. And the other piece is helping to detoxify the body. So yes, the body knows how to detox itself, but for most people, their detox pathways are not open. And for most people, their body's toxicity bucket is overflowing and the body needs extra support. So this is where doing a heavy metals detox, focusing on supplements and nutrition to support detoxification of the body is very, very helpful. If you struggle with mold illness, you'll definitely want to go on a protocol to detox from that. That will definitely affect your third eye. So supporting liver detox, but you know, if you have a lot of detoxing to do, I highly recommend looking into true cellular detox from Dr. Pompa. I run a TCD challenge with his team every couple months for my audience because I believe in this product so much. I have been on so many detox protocols and so many of them didn't do anything. His products are so amazing. The protocol is incredible. I was testing my my toxicity levels each month during that and seeing them go down. So I just am a big, big believer in it. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, see if we're currently running a challenge. If you have 
you know, heavy detox to do. I also, I mean, I, I love the Cellcore products, but work with a practitioner and see what's best for your body. If you're doing a heavy detox, you definitely don't want to do that by yourself. Make sure you're working with a practitioner or you're guided in some type of program. That's why I love TCD because you do have access to practitioners supporting you. And then this is where, I mean, this goes outside of nutrition, but infrared sauna and coffee enemas, vibration plate, all these things that support lymphatic drainage and detox are going to really also support our intuition because we're removing the toxins out of our body because this is what dampens our intuitive awareness. All of these toxins that are lowering our vibration, lowering our consciousness. And this is why most people are asleep because most people are drinking water that is filled with toxins. We take showers in water filled with toxins. Our food supply is super toxic. We're eating pesticides, herbicides all day long. Most people are eating a lot of processed foods. Even when you think you're eating a really healthy diet, you don't know what you're being exposed to. Just because something is labeled organic I don't fully trust it, but this is why it's so important to pay attention to our toxic load, the sourcing of the food we eat, the water we are drinking and bathing in. It all adds up and why supporting detoxification with the body and really detoxing from heavy metals or mold is really helpful for opening up intuitively. So if we're going to think about foods, because this is nutrition focused, I have so much to say about this. <laughs> foods that support intuition, foods that help to detoxify the body, foods that are charged by the sun and water rich that are fully unprocessed and also brain foods. So things that are going to support our brain, which also means foods that are going to support our gut because we know we have that brain gut connection. So for example, when we think about brain food, making sure that we're getting plenty of omega-3s and then with our gut, making sure that the gut microbiome is optimized. And at the root of this is also making sure that we are optimizing nutrient balance in the body. So if you're low in magnesium, maybe supplementing with magnesium, but again, paying attention to the quality of the supplements we're taking because a lot of supplement companies put metals in and other things. In, in the capsules, which this is just, just going off on a tangent here. But when looking at your diet, it's the vibration of the food. And also the more you support nutrient balance in the body, the better. So some really common ones would be vitamin D. So vit taking vitamin D K2, if you have low vitamin D levels and magnesium, like those are really, really common ones. And then with the gut foods that are going to support optimal gut microbiome health. This is where we start to veer off into supplementation, which I think I'll probably make a post or something about this specifically. I don't want anyone to ever feel like they have to be perfect with any of this to be psychic because you don't. And I don't want anyone to feel like they have to have supplements to optimize intuition. But I have noticed there are specific supplements that when I take them, I'm very tapped in. And this often connects back to brain and gut and again, nutrient balance. So besides basics like vitamin D and magnesium, making sure I have plenty of B vitamins, I have enough zinc, helps support my gut lining, but having a high quality probiotic. So I love Just Thrive probiotic. I find that nootropics are super helpful as well. Things that support the immune system like AHCC is great. And then supporting the endocannabinoid system. So high quality full spectrum hemp oil is 
super helpful for this and very key. My guides talk to me about this a lot. They love CBD. They love Ned. They love Ned. I love Ned. So just saying, I don't want to get too far down the supplement rabbit hole. I'll make some extra content around that, but I do want to leave you with a clear list of foods where if you can add any of these in, these really support the third eye and opening up intuitively. And some of these will overlap with the concepts I've already described before, but this is what I've channeled directly. And, you know, everybody's bio-individual. So if you don't find these foods work for you, that's totally fine. And you also don't need them, but these are, these are all great for supporting the third eye. Many of them for decalcifying the pineal gland specifically. And you will probably notice if you add some of these in that you feel better. And I focus on these a lot in my diet. So the first thing is cacao. Now this needs to be 100% cacao organic and also paying attention to sourcing because a lot of the chocolate cacao in the US, if you're in the US, is moldy. So you're looking for organic raw 100% cacao. But I mean, cacao is a big activator for me. Like, and this is something that I I realized years ago. I first started realizing this when I was 19 or 20. Whenever I had chocolate, I was like getting all of these messages and I didn't realize what was happening at the time. But I noticed very different effects depending on the quality of the chocolate. And is it a cacao or chocolate? Is there other stuff in there? So I'm talking about 100% raw organic cacao. This is great for the third eye. Now, along with that, dates. Whenever I am having a lot of sessions, which at this point is kind of every day, when I'm channeling after I give an energy healing session or an intuitive reading, I replenish with dates and cacao. And this was something that I was just very intuitively guided to. I was like, I just really feel like I need dates and cacao. And then my guys were saying, no, these are really replenishing foods. They really support the third eye. And it's almost like, as I'm, as I'm, as I'm using my intuition so much, I get kind of drained and then they replenish it. So I'm a big cacao and dates kind of person. Coconut water is another great food. They call it a replenisher food. I drink coconut water every day. Again, you want to look for, for quality here. I love the harmless harvest one, but coconut water is great as well. Seaweed is also really great. I mean, logistically, iodine is great for decalcifying the pineal gland. You want to be careful with iodine supplementation, especially if there's anything going on with the thyroid, but getting it from whole foods is great. So seaweed is really, really great. I love my seaweed. I love dulse. So I have some of that every day. This is also great for supporting intuition. And this is another reason why I love energy bits. Algae, like spirulina and chlorella are great for opening up your intuition and decalcifying the pineal gland. Chlorella is so, so key. Great for natural detox. So I like to eat energy bits every day, but this is also why I love Organifi green juice. I'm not joking. It has chlorella, spirulina, wheatgrass, moringa, a lot of great superfoods that are amazing for supporting the third eye, detoxification, opening up intuition. I'm not joking. I asked my guides about all these foods I eat. They love Organifi products. The green juice is key. Also red juice and the gold products, chocolate gold, regular gold, love Organifi. Turmeric is also great. So putting it on your food, but I also like to take turmeric capsules just to get a more concentrated dose. Apple cider vinegar is also great. Great for the gut microbiome. 
also supports detoxification of the pineal gland. They said eating a lot of salads. So, you know, getting a lot of those grains in charged by the sun, very water rich. Some specific vegetables that they like to point out, beets, spinach, asparagus, avocados. With vegetables though, it's really about like what's going to help your body detox. And there's so much variation with which vegetables work for which people. So there's not too much in depth there. Another great food, I'll say category to support intuition, functional mushrooms. So like I talked about before, AHCC, but some ones that stand out would be chaga and reishi. Those in particular are really great for opening up intuitively. Another reason why I love Organifi products and I love Four Sigmatic and I like to drink it every day. These functional mushrooms are super, super powerful for opening up intuitively. The next one might not make sense, but it also kind of does. So something that my guide say is really great. Going back to optimizing the gut microbiome is healthy bacteria. So I'm typically an anti-kombucha person. I've always been an anti-kombucha person because it is so much sugar and I've seen it give people overgrowth that they don't want. However, kombucha, you want good quality kombucha, but kombucha, according to my spirit guides, can be great for helping intuition. I've been drinking more kombucha just a little bit and I definitely feel different. It's very interesting. And also with with yogurt. So I'll have coconut yogurt and that seems to go really well. And there's this balance between like, yes, it's processed, but also the energy behind what I'm eating and also getting some food based probiotics seems to help. But they like the bacteria. They also like like liquid foods. So the less work your digestive system has to do. So this is why drinking a lot of this stuff can be great. Like how I live off of Organifi and Four Sigmatic. And smoothies can be a lot easier on that digestive system. It's interesting for me because the more I've looked into nutrition for intuition and tuned into this, I definitely see that there are places where what I believe to be true in terms of what's going to open somebody up intuitively is different than what I, I believe to be ideal nutritionally, I guess, or what I've, what I've learned, all the science, studying, looking from different perspectives. But the deeper I get into this, the more interested I am in energy behind food than anything else. I think there's a lot that science doesn't understand and science is limited in many ways. So at this point in my life, I mean, obviously I'm making sure that all of my nutritional bases are covered, but I eat much more according to nutrition energetics and what's going to optimize my third eye and balance my chakras, eating high vibrational foods and eating vibrantly, eating mostly plant foods, getting diversity in. That's personally how I think about food now. And what's also connected to that is thinking about how the food is grown. So this might not apply to everyone, but if you notice you're sensitive, think about you know, foods that are grown more in the dark or underground are going to have a different energy than foods grown above ground in the sunlight. So this could be an energetic reason for why some people don't do as well with nightshades. I have noticed that there are many nightshades I do poorly with and maybe it's the alkaloid content, but I just think of everything from an energy perspective now. And that's just something to keep in mind as well. Foods high in antioxidants are going to be great for supporting intuition. Berries in general are great. Blueberries and cherries 
are two foods that my guides have pointed out many times specifically to be great for supporting the third eye and intuition. Cherries, because they have that, like that energy of supporting the third eye, but also very much the root, the root chakra. So keep that in mind as well. And the last thing I want to, I want to touch on is caffeine, actually caffeine and drugs or plant medicine. I'm just going to briefly talk about that. So when it comes to drugs or plant medicine, different name depending on how you use it and what they are, you do not need plant medicine to open up your intuition. Now, I have personally a lot of strong feelings about this, which can be for another episode. I don't personally use any plant medicine or drugs. I know people, you know, get all in a tizzy about what they're called. I'm not against plant medicine at all. I would love to explore that in the future. I don't really feel a need to. I think a lot of people use plant medicine for the wrong reasons. And I also think a lot of people have a misunderstanding and they think that they like have to go on some plant medicine journey or smoke or whatever to open up intuitively or astral travel, have higher dimensional experiences. You absolutely don't. And in fact, I am a big proponent on developing those skills without doing so. But I'm definitely not against it. What I will say is, you know, different hard drugs and cigarettes or abusing marijuana and then alcohol, like these will lower your vibration. And as we've talked about through this whole episode, you want to be aware of any toxins you're putting in your body because that will definitely block your third eye. And then when it comes to caffeine, the quality is super important. So I actually find that caffeine very much opens up my intuition. Now, we want to be cautious with teas. A lot of black teas and green teas have high fluoride contents or heavy metals, pesticides, especially tea bags, but also within the tea itself. So when looking from the angle of decalcifying the pineal gland, most people would recommend avoiding black tea, green tea, even some white teas, but white teas are usually uh, the the least affected. I don't actually drink that much tea anymore and I've noticed a big difference. But when it comes to something like like matcha or coffee, I'm not anti those. Now, I don't like to be dependent on anything. And that's where I think there's the line of being dependent. But I find that caffeinated beverages that are really high quality, like I love Four Sigmatic coffee and matcha and I love the King coffee with the reishi spores. I think that product is amazing. I think those can actually be super helpful for opening up intuitively, but there's just that that line with it of making sure you're not becoming dependent on it and it turns into something that actually lowers your vibration. It's interesting because when I was tuning into this topic with my guides and I was saying, okay, I always thought I should avoid chocolate and coffee. And they were saying, well, these foods actually help you and it depends on the sourcing. Like especially with coffee, so much of it is so moldy and has metals. It's just like not good. So you've got to be really careful. But also it was interesting. They were saying there are a lot of foods that you have been told are bad for your body that actually very much support your intuition and open you up more and more. And for me, the cacao and coffee were two examples of this. But even thinking about something like kombucha, it's just really interesting that they explain that and they just have kept affirming to me, hey, you need to look at this from 
an energetic perspective and a vibrational perspective. And so that is the lens that I've been looking at this stuff through. So this is all what I have channeled, learned, experienced, take it or leave it. If it doesn't resonate, that's totally fine. And like I said, sometimes we face instances where what we believe to be true in terms of science, nutritional science, what we've learned in school, what makes sense to us from that lens is different than what makes sense from a vibrational or energetic perspective. I get it. Like with everything, it's up to you to discern what is truth for you. And as always with nutrition, there is so much bio-individuality. And something that my guides have told me many times is that there will be specific foods that help to enhance intuition that are very specific to that person. And I've seen this come up with a lot of my clients and the guides will say they need this food for their intuition. And I'm like, where did that come from? And they're like, it's just for that person. So keep that in mind as well. This is just a perspective. Again, take it or leave it. You don't have to take it on as your own truth. I just wanted to share what has come through for me and hopefully you found it interesting. This is very much an overview. I feel like there's so much to dive into with this topic and I think it's so interesting and I very much believe that having spent so much time so deep in nutritional science and learning about the body and and detoxification and the different systems and processes in the body and different foods, different diets. I think all of that was really important for me to now be able to understand some of this from this perspective. And what I'll also say is every food has its own energy. Like I can take any food and ask my guides, what is this good for? And every food has its own vibration. Its own energy is, is helpful for a certain thing. Obviously that's way too much to get into for a podcast. But it is so interesting to look at nutrition, food and supplementation from this energetic perspective, vibrational perspective, intuitive perspective. I'm really excited to hear what you think about this episode. Please comment on a recent Instagram post and let me know what you thought. I would also love to hear if you have any follow-up questions or if you would like me to make any follow-up podcast episodes diving deeper into any of these topics because there is a lot to say. And if you found this helpful or interesting, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram stories and tag me so other people can find the episode and I can say thank you. I appreciate it so much when you share episodes, especially with content like this, because not enough people are aware of of what's in the water and yeah. You, you know what I'm getting at. Don't forget if you want access to my private Instagram account, which is the channel crew on Instagram, all you have to do is leave a rating and a review on iTunes, take a screenshot and DM that screenshot to that account, the channel crew. And when I get your screenshot of your iTunes rating and review and your request to follow, I will accept it and you will get access to the page. That's going to be it for today's show. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode. 